Welcome to Reimagined. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, the founder of Emergent Women Coaching and a woman on a mission to help other heart-centered women leaders and entrepreneurs alter their experience of business and life from one of sacrifice and burnout to unadulterated joy and freedom. This is the show that gives you the inspiration and permission to break all the rules. We help you tap into your intuition, your zone of genius, and creativity to give you the confidence and clarity to do things differently. And we give you the tools and stories that will inspire you to rejuvenate your spirit, innovate how you lead and do business, strengthen your core identity, and connect deeply to yourself so that you emerge as the next powerful version of you. Ready to dive in? Let's go. Hello, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Alex. I'm very excited for today's conversation. I am joined by Tammy Gildner, who believes women's voices matter. Imagine that. She's a connector, a storyteller, a business coach for high vibe women entrepreneurs, helping them raise up their voice, vision, and visibility for impact and business growth. Tammy helps her clients build businesses they love with more time prosperity and more wealth prosperity. She weaves soul inspiration into mindful business strategies, and this soul plus strategy approach to business helps her clients succeed in business and worldly impact. So, Candy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Alex. I am thrilled to be here. I'm excited to have you. We have very similar missions in the world. We do. (laughs) (laughs) We do. We want want business to be done differently than the old ways, right? Yeah, it is time to move on in all different industries. So I love that you're bridging the world and I'm like super focused and we're going to have fun. But as we get started, I always love to hear, you know, what your own journey has been in arriving where you are at, especially when it's outside the box. So, Oh, sure. 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 Um, So I left, I was a corporate girl through and through most of my life um, early on in my life. Right. I mean, the first half of my life, I was definitely all into being an executive. I was, you know, climbing the ladder. I was doing all the things. I was in a very male-dominated industry of oil and gas industry, software industry. Um, and uh, so that was just my my very linear path that I that I took early on in my career. And then there was this this evolutionary point where I where that all shifted, right? It was like I always say, um, I, so I got laid off from my job, which I always say was the best gift in my, <laughs> my, my journey. And the, the second best gift was, it was the year 2008, which is when, you know, there was just, you know, a crash of markets and all the things that happened back then. And so it took me down this very different journey of trying to figure out what the heck I was going to be doing in my life, what, where I was going to take that. And and it also gave me time to really slow down and start to listen to my inner wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. To just what what wanted what did I really want to be? How did I really want to show up in the world? And how did I want to be? I mean, I think even more importantly. And I, I realized that there was something that had, you know, shifted in me that was like, you know, I, I've got to do this differently. My my heart was calling out for something more. And I'd kind of known that for a while, right? It wasn't like even the last few years of my corporate world, I knew there was something different, but I really didn't know what that was. And so that discovery and that rediscovery back to who I am really led me down a journey of, of, of self-discovery of connecting into my spiritual being. I mean, I wasn't a spiritual being at all. I was just, you know, I didn't 
I didn't connect with spirituality at all. And so, you know, that was my journey into the corporate world. Um, horses, interestingly enough, were, were part of that transformation for me because I, I met somebody that was doing equine guided coaching for leadership and, mm. and um, self-development work. And I was like, oh my God, that's the coolest thing ever. And so that was really what took me down that pathway. And, you know, so I built my business. It's, you know, it's been 13 years since I've started my business. And, you know, it's gone through different evolutions as our businesses yeah. do. And what I've really learned is to listen, do that deep inner listening to, you know, what does my business want to be? What does it want to, how do I want to be? And to really, how am I meant to serve? And all these kinds of questions that really led me to doing the good work I get to do today. That's awesome. There's, there's so many good little nuggets from your story, um, including equine therapy. That's something I've just kind of, I have a, a mentor who's like recently become certified in it. So she's been mm. sharing some of that. That's mm-hmm. very, very interesting. Um, you know, there's, let's just start here. <laughs> there's so many things. Cause I think when we come from a world of like, this is my initial thought with this as women, well, let's even start with like when something happens that we look at as, you know, negative or bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and this happened with me, like my, my original chiropractic practice was this huge monstrosity that was very restrictive and like very much inside of the box of what a healthcare business was supposed to look like. And, you know, part of the thing that I'm trying to break change. out and change right. now, <laughs> but, and it, it burned me out hardcore, but you know, my evolution of where that got to when I did start listening to my gut was that I ended up actually filing for bankruptcy. And there was a whole you know, slew of, of things that got me to that point. But like the reality was I was just too freaking tired to keep fighting anymore. And physically I couldn't produce at the level that I had as a chiropractor. Right. And so I just, I finally, it took me three years to reach that point, but I was just like, you know, I'm done. And for many of us, I think especially women, we do more of this. We attach so much to those moments, you know, like getting laid off from your job could, you can make it mean a whole lot of different things. Going yeah. through bankruptcy, you can make it mean a whole lot of things. I had to, you know, navigate the whole, I really coach women on business when I went through bankruptcy. And it, ultimately it doesn't actually mean anything. It's part of our experience and our life journey, right. but it's what we do with it. So I would love your input around, you know, some of the stuff I'll stop monologuing here. But. Well, I, I agree with you, everything that you're saying. And it's like, you know, when we're in the, when we're in the heat of it, we don't know that it's actually being done for us. Right. So I always believe that what happens to us is actually for us. And, yeah. um, and so I've learned that over time. I mean, certainly when I was in <laughs> in the heat of all of that, that, you know, was not what was on my mind. Oh, this, there's going to be better on the other side of this. But I think that the, the, that understanding of, of, of that the universe is guiding us into different path, pathways, if you will. And we, we can fight it. And when mm-hmm. we fight it, you know, stuff really even shows that for us. My guess is that when you had, you know, with the bankruptcy piece, you were probably feeling some of that pressure and that intensity even before that happened. Right. And it's the same with my corporate world. It was like, I was feeling that same intensity and, you know, and it was like, I wasn't listening um, Mm -hmm. because I thought that's what I should do. 
and I had been guided to, this is what, what we should do. Or even in our businesses, we can go down the pathway of following. This is how we should be growing our businesses. We can have people yeah. telling us, follow it, do it this way. And we miss out on a whole lot if we're not using both the, you know, listening inside and then also applying strategies, testing strategies. So yeah, to me, it's, I think it's the gifts actually come when we, when we get these big monumental shifts, but we don't always know that they can be for our, our pathway. And I hope that's, that's something that we, you know, I hope that whatever my next big shift is that I'm listening beforehand. Mm-hmm. And so it's not the monumental thing, you know, like yeah. I experienced from, you know, a job that I was laid off from that I really worked my whole career to get to and be in that space. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of, I had blinders on and couldn't even feel in my body what was really, you know, what was really calling to me. Yeah. And that's, you just brought up that what was going to be my next point. A lot of this requires getting out of our head and actually yeah. connecting to what we feel. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. And I didn't know how to do that in the yeah, corporate no. world. Right. And it's, yeah. and, and be, the beautiful part of it was the horses actually really helped me because the, the woman I did on my equine guided training with my coaching work with, um, she came out of the world of somatics. And so mm-hmm. she brought me deeply into my body and, and the horses don't want anything to do with us if we're not in our body, right? They're not going to yeah. engage with us and they're not going to, they're, they're just not interested when we're all up in our head and not in our body. And so I had to really learn what that even meant. What, what did that yeah. mean to drop into my body and feel? And today I can tell you, I, I do everything. I make all my, I make all my decisions. I make, I, you know, if I'm t- tuning in with a client, I am dropping into my body. I'm paying attention. I'm noticing what's there. I'm feeling, you know, so I'm always in that space of exploring what's my body telling me today. Um, I had to learn to get there though. Yeah, I, I have too. This has been like an 18 month journey that I've been on and I finally feel like I'm actually daily like getting into my body and paying attention to what I feel in my gut and, and, you know, using some of the things that I think we've attached as being woo woo. And this is, you know, intuition is another one of those things or Mm -hmm. in the world of chiropractic, like we might be slightly more open to it, but even like we stay so busy, we're actually disconnected from ourselves when our whole stance is that we're, you know, reconnecting the body to itself. (laughs) There's a lot of irony in that. (laughs) So true. Yeah. Um, So, you know, with this, one of the questions I get a lot from things that I share and, and talk about is, this idea of working less, making more, you know, having you talk about kind of wealth prosperity and, and time prosperity and like, how is that actually possible? And it requires taking these blinders off. So I would love to get kind of your input on how you step into that. Yeah. yeah. That container. Yeah. Uh, so I would, I would start with um, making sure that we're being intentional about the the business models we're setting up. Yeah. So um, that's, I think, a really important part of that, because if we are just filling our calendars full of meeting after meeting after meeting, we can't even we, we can't feel we can't we can't intuit because we're not giving ourselves yeah. that space. And so it really starts with simplifying and simplifying our businesses, being uber focused on who, who it is that you serve, um, knowing who you serve, you're just so super aligned to that, that, that customer journey of your, of your soul clients is what I like to talk about. 
So knowing who your soul clients are, knowing why they're coming to you and you're building your product mix to, to fit them. And you're not building 10, 15 products. You are building one, two, maybe three products to serve that soul client. So you're really, really simplifying how you're serving and who you're serving. And when you, when you get into that customer journey, you know what it is that that's keeping them awake at night. You know what stories they're constantly telling themselves over and over again. So like you as a chiropractor, you know, working with chiropractor, you working with chiropractors, you know, you've been down that journey. You know Mm -hmm. what, you know, if they're, if they've been following all the formulas, they're working back to back to back to back all the hours that, you know, that they are putting in working on clients and not leaving space for yourself. Right. So that's, that's the shift that you're wanting to help people make. And when you, when you think about that, that shift or you're, you're tuned into their customer journey, right? So that's, Mm -hmm. that's really, and so what we want to do then is we want to say, okay, how do we, I'm, I'm doing fewer products. I'm charging what I'm worth, which is a big thing, (laughs) right? Right. It's a big one. And you actually do the math. How many of these do I need to do per week to get to the number that I want to get to? Um, But you're doing it in a smart way, right? You're really changing up. So you have an ascending business model that, that serves and how you're going to serve your clients. So that's, that's a big piece of that. So your market, it's simplifying. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, it's the right um, product mix or product um, model, if you will. Yeah. Um, it's repeatable. It's like how your marketing is yeah. repeatable. You're finding your alignment to your marketing that you love to do. Um, mm-hmm. That's repeatable. That brings your ideal clients in. So those are some of the ways that you really find more time prosperity is by getting smart with how you're building your business model and, and how you're serving your clients. And it's, it's all about yeah. simplicity. you know, the bottom line at the end of the day, it's all about simplifying what you're doing. Yeah. I love it. And so I want to address the, uh, yeah, but that every woman chiropractor when they listen to this, because I would have had it too back in the day. And that is, you know, we are so trained in school that we see everybody and you're afraid to limit yourself because that means you're not going to have enough patience. And how could you possibly not just, you know, charge per visit and all this. And these are all shifts that I made, like the the model that you just described. Yeah. I I went through and and the day that I just wrote this story actually, but the day that I, you know, did my stats for the month and realized I'd been more with five clients while traveling for two weeks of the month than I had in my busiest month adjusting, you know, adjusting at least 25 people a day, five days a week. Huh. That's and there's nothing wrong with like, you know, chiropractic care can still be part of the product. Yeah that you're creating. And I'm, I'm big on really helping women because we know a lot and many of us have far more knowledge and, and just think that we can give to our patients and to the people that we help that can really be transformational for them. But there's no time in that. Yeah. Like, you have to see more people, you know, your, your appointment yeah. times are down to five minutes and like, whatever, you're not going to make that kind of impact. And so when you can actually do what you're talking about <laughs> and simplify and shift and allow yourself to actually narrow quite a bit and really understand that specific person. Mm-hmm. Suddenly all the problems that we have, how do I market and where do I get more new clients, more new patients, all of that, it goes away because you just talk to who you're supposed to talk to and they get help and 
it's all becomes a lot more focused. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it gives you white space on your calendar. And so, yes. And, and when I talk about white space, it's not only just white space on your calendar, but it's energetically how you move between meetings. So like if you're back to back to back meetings, you don't have a pause at all and you don't have yeah. a way to reconnect back to your body. You can't, you can't, um, you can't, you're going to have so many thoughts. You're just, it's just bouncing. Ideas are just constantly bouncing at you. I mean, we get hit with so many messages per day mm-hmm. and like I've heard it's between, um, six to 10,000 messages per day that we are hit with. (laughs) And we hear only about a hundred of them. Yeah. And so if we don't have any white space, it just, what we're just getting hit with is just message after message after message. And so that, that ability to be able to create white space um, and energetically move between what, you know, whether it's the end of your day and into, into your evening, whether it's between clients, whether it's in between, you know, your a client in your own white space, um, we need to learn to, to really get into the flow, the pause, um, yeah. and then flow again and versus just jump from one to another. Yeah. I think that it's so necessary. And I've actually, I, <laughs> I've mastered white space to the point where like, if it's encroached on at all, I kind of freak out now. <laughs> from, you know, sitting there twiddling my thumbs and being like, I'm supposed to be doing something right now. What am I supposed to be doing right now? As I started to have more of it. So now I'm like, no, I just, no, like, let's, let's just know. <laughs> it's almost yeah. like I have yeah. to come back to the center um, because the I kind of value this, it. Yeah. And the other part about it, this is, you know, and I know you talk about leadership a lot and mm-hmm. our leadership, we can't be a leader if we're just, if we're just, you know, bouncing between appointments and meetings, we have to have that space to really do our, our best thinking on what is it that I want to stand for? If the whole world could hear one message from you, what is that? And how do you, how do you take messaging out into the world that actually stands for something that not everybody else is saying that's uniquely yours? And that's the beauty of the more white space you can make for yourself, the more you can actually be the CEO of your business and the leader of, of in your industry, because you've got the space and time to, to, to declare what it is and to build out your own thoughts on what it is that you stand for. Yeah. And be connected to that. You know, as you were saying at the beginning in your story, that was the other piece I wanted to get into is, you know, I think we lose some of ourselves in these models of business. Mm-hmm. That this is what it's supposed to be like. And I know I came out of, I was actually traumatized in my practice. Like I've been in, doing some intense somatic trauma healing this past mm-hmm. year. And I had to totally like step away. I couldn't engage in chiropractic conversations. I didn't want to talk to anybody about it. Like I, I just disconnected because it cost so much of who I really knew myself to be mm-hmm. to build that type of practice and yeah. it's only been as i've healed a lot of that that i've been able to come back and been like okay here's how we let's don't do it do different that. yeah let's do <laughs> yeah. it different yeah 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 and i think that's that's that happens for all of us right i mean i came out of the corporate world i think that i definitely found i mean i can actually almost go back and label it ptsd kind of yeah. impact where where you're just you're holding so much and you don't even know that you're in the mix of it. And I can tell you that even as an entrepreneur, because I am a doer, I am one that loves to do. I love to get things done. I um, So that is a part of who I am. 
So I have to really watch myself and catch myself yeah. to make sure that I don't go back into just the do, do, do mode. And really instead it's like, okay, I'm being first and then yes, I can go do. I'm being yeah. first and then I can go do. And that's a, sh- that was a, that was a shift that I had to learn. Yeah. I think all of us do. I think I'm still learning it finally in this iteration of entrepreneurship and doing business that I'm in now because it's so easy to get sucked into like the, you know, I'm really creative. I have an idea and I get really excited about it and then I like go make it. And then I just kind of run away and don't do anything with it because that's not in my wheelhouse. And, you know, we can get so caught in the doing and even in the, like in chiropractic school, we talked constantly, like we had things around the school that was, you know, be, do, have, it was always about how you're, but no one understands it. And even now, like I've, you know, been out, I've practiced for 10 years and I've been out of the chiro world for a while. I finally am starting to realize that. And one of those things is actually with this podcast. I, for two weeks, I just hit a point where I was like, I don't want to record. I don't want to publish. I don't want to do anything with it. And so I'm not going to, and I'm coming back. I knew I would come back eventually, but my energy just wasn't in the right place. And I, I had to work through that. And so I think we have to create the space to allow that and totally. do what we need to do. And if you and would have, if back. you would have forced yourself through it, it would have not it's been, been your best work. Right No. And yeah. so these, where we get these rules that we can't take breaks from something. I don't know where that is, Yeah, or like, <laughs> but, who but they're out there. To, right. I, who says I have to publish every week? I mean, granted consistency is great, but I've published at least one episode a week for three and a half years. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. to take a week. Yeah. You had over 200 <laughs> episodes or something on your show, right? Yeah. I was at like yeah. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, that's uh, taking a break. There's nothing wrong with taking a break. And I think that that's, um, that's just one of the lessons that we can, when we start shitting on ourselves, right? We should this, yeah. we should that, we should that. Yeah. And that doesn't do us what doesn't take us to where we're wanting to, to, to doesn't take us to the lifestyle that we're wanting to create. And yeah. yes, we can build amazing businesses without doing that to ourselves all over all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many things. I mean, since we're talking about this, I'm just, again, getting more specifically into that world of chiropractic. But, you know, we have this whole thing about like, we can never be sick, right? Our body's in a, in a healing crisis or mm-hmm. we're expressing health or whatever. And so like, we were very changed and like, never take a day off. I think yeah. that's changed since. 2020 happened, but I saw a post, you know, someone asking, well, what do I tell patients? Do I tell them I'm sick? I'm like, what feels good to you? And yeah. and do what you actually need. Like, I don't know how many times I, I mean, I worked with a cast on my arm. <laughs> like, why do we do these things to ourselves? I don't know. Yeah. Really, really yeah. challenge and look at the, what is this? The other side of that is life happens around us. And there's, I mean, and, and this is, I think, a goal for me in, in helping women build businesses is I want to help women build businesses that are sustainable, that are, you know, that, that gives us the space to, to move through life and be in life, but also gives us the the, the dollar benefits that we want coming back towards it. So, right? so there's the time prosperity and the wealth prosperity, right? But the the part that that's coming up for me right now is, life happens around us. And I'm just going to use an example. So I lost my sister five years ago, which was a really dark, hard time, right? Um, She got sick. And, you know, the last month of her life, I turned my business off. It was like my business, Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I I would show up for a client sometimes and literally they were be almost more than showing up for me because I would be (laughs) like, I just need time to be doing something different. Let me coach you today. (laughs) 
right? <laughs> I need to, that yeah. kind of time so I could coach and and so I could take my mind off of all that was going on. But for the most part, I I didn't do. I mean, I didn't do any marketing for probably almost mm-hmm. two months. And um, I took that time in that space to just be with my family, which was a priority at that time. Yeah. And when we do that, um, you know, this is this is the kind of business that we want to be developing as a business that we can show up in life, no matter what's happening around us. Yeah. And it was it was the most um, I'm so grateful that I was able to do that. Um, and it was truly magical moment that I had with my sister during that time. And so when I think about, you know, life is going to happen around us, we have to be able to build businesses that will continue to, to, to work, even in the midst of, of life happening to us. And then what was amazing was when, you know, I was ready to go back to work after that, the universe like just showed up and I had new clients dropping in, I had new opportunities dropping in. And so when we tune into what's most important for me in my life right now, mm-hmm. it, it enables us to, to, um, it enables us to, to, to make choices, um, but not abandon, you know, it, we don't have yeah. to abandon all that's there. It's just, it's a pause. Yeah. It's just a larger and, pause. And it's okay to have. And yeah. when you've, you know, done things at least with some semblance of <laughs> of being able to plan ahead. Like I, I think, especially in service based businesses, you know, we get stuck in the delivery trap, and mm-hmm. it's all dependent on us to be there and show up in order for things to work mm-hmm. and to make money. Um, yeah, so we really have to find a way to shift that. I had a similar. Yeah. I had a two month pause when I was in practice. Unfortunately, uh-huh. I was set up with associates and people who you know, yeah. And and that's it. Right. And I think that's the important way to do that is that you had a way to keep things going. So it's kind of questions we should be asking ourselves. Yeah. Like, and you know, they're not always the fun ones, but like, really, if something were to happen or you needed to take a month or six months off, like, right. Would your business continue? Yes. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's huge. Okay. So we've touched on a lot of things. Hopefully we've challenged the box <laughs> a little bit but for those who feel really stuck with the blinders on like what's what's your kind of best advice for starting to i mean sometimes it's just listening to conversations like this it's going to start yeah. to open up the yeah. oh the world can look different what um yeah. but is there when you start to do that it's also it can be kind of scary you know i felt like i'm jumping off into an abyss of unknown at times but i also really have learned to love that and enjoy yeah. it because i know yeah. that i'm really in, my creation of what's next. But yeah. do you have any suggestions for like first steps if women have identified that? I would, I mean, I always start with uh, this, you know, like getting into your stories of who are you at your very essence? When, when, there, when there are yeah. times in my life where I have, you know, been sh- just all on fire and shining, you know, my light was shining. I was, you know, things came and flowed to me easily. And when you start to look at the stories like that and start to look about, look at, you know, who am I at my very essence, we start to build, mm-hmm. we start to step back into our best of who we are, right? So those yeah. stories can really light up that fire. And um, we, and when we're building our business on that essence of who we are, 
building a brand on the essence of who we are, experiences with our clients on the essence of who we are. You know, if you're, if you're funny and um, you're funny and you're, you have a bright personality about you step into that. If you're calm and you're quiet and you provide, provide a peaceful place for your clients, step into that. And what you'll find is you just get really in alignment with how you're serving. And with that alignment, we, we move out of stuckness. Um, so often that stuckness can be because we're trying to push others, other ideas, or we're trying to fit into that perfect, you know, formulaic model that somebody has, has developed. And if we come back home to ourselves, we often can find the right answers and we come home back to ourselves to be who we are. That's where we can really ignite that, that fire of us and, and really show up in, in a a more ease filled way. Yeah. I love it. Um, Before we wrap up, that actually just reminded me of one more thing I wanted to touch on with you, which is finding our voice, which is what we're talking about here. But for women in particular, you know, it's, it just says the collective thing. It has not been safe to have our yeah. voice, to share our yeah. truth. To yeah. you know, I know I've done a lot of work on this. I am naturally soft-spoken. My husband, you know, is mildly deaf, so he just kind of makes up stuff that I say, and it usually doesn't make any logical sense whatsoever. Very <laughs> 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 joke because he can't ever hear me. And yeah. I, I feel like my voice has been getting stronger. But one of the ways that I'm really strong is through writing, so I utilize that. But in terms yeah. of starting to really use our voice and share what we really stand for and all that yeah. you have any recommendations totally. we have to build safety around that for ourselves totally um you know to me when i think about our voice i mean I, when i talk about women's voices matter i mean i'm just so so passionate about that um and i yeah. and i think part of it is we're leading we're leading a different way of building businesses we're leading a different way of being and if we just if we stay behind the scenes on this if we're like, okay, well, I'll just sit back here and kind of play small in this. We don't create the change that we're being called to, to, to create. Yeah. And I think that's the, the piece for me and why I'm so passionate about, about raising up women's voices and letting, helping them be seen and be heard is because if we don't do that, we don't make the changes. And so when the way, you know, when I teach clients to really step into their voice, it's, it's first is find what it is that you stand for. That's unique to you. Um, because there's a lot of noise out there. And so how do we find what it is that you, that is unique to you that, that, you know, if, if the whole world could hear one message from you, what is that? Um, what do you, how do you want people to think and act and do differently because they've heard your message and when you find that and you bring stories around it, those two pieces that, you know, the, the, the big message for the world and, and mm-hmm. you wrap your stories around that, you'll find it's much easier to step into your voice. And so uncovering those stories of how you, and for example, your story is, gonna, is great because you were a chiropractor and it, you know, and you followed all the rules, but there was something that needed to, you know, you knew there yeah. was something that needed to shift. And now you're teaching others how to do that. And so there's a lot of chiropractors that need to hear your voice. And I think um, something a, a coach said to me many years ago was there's people out there right now who are waiting to find you. And mm-hmm. if, if we don't step into our, our voice, they won't find us. If we don't step into all of our light and, and you know, take yeah. those courageous steps, people won't, the right people won't find us. And so that was a fire for me when, when she said that mm-hmm. to me. 
And I, I tend to be somebody who, I mean, I trained speakers back in my corporate day for many, many years. And then I didn't even want to be a speaker, right? I, when I became, yeah. <laughs> when I became a, 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 a business coach, that was the furthest thing from my mind was being a, on stage. And my you know, a coach said to me, you know, that's the fastest way to grow your business. And I'm like, oh, I'll just find other ways. And <laughs> uh, and when I got really clear that I wanted to impact a million women, helping a million women step into their voice and their vision and their visibility and really grow their businesses, I was like, well, I'm not going to do that just one person at a time. I needed a way to hit many at a time. And so I was like, I got to get over this. And so it was the stories. It was um, finding clarity from my voice. Um, It was really learning to speak from my soul versus my head. Head, Yeah. And that's something we actually have a soul speaks from um, soul speaks from the stage that we teach in my mastermind classes. Um, Because it's, it's all about getting our voices out and being seen and being heard and telling our stories so that we inspire others. And when we do that, you know, no matter what platform you do it on, whether it's on podcast, whether it's on stages, I love stages today. Um, I had to really get through that, that fear of it. But, um, you know, so I guess when I talk about raising up your voice and raising up your visibility, it is about clarity and message and who you serve, having the right stories that inspire others. And then finding the right platform for yourself that really, you know, is aligned with you to get your, your stories out seen, you know, so they're seen and heard and all of those sorts of things. So it's, that's, that's how we elevate our voice. I love it. And for those listening, like also just recognize wherever you're at and starting and whatever your first step is, it's totally fine. It might not be being on a podcast or on stage or on video, like, you know, one of my yeah. gifts is writing. So I started using it more, but I also, yeah. I love the platform of podcasting too. And that's one that I'll always utilize. So yeah, it's, but it's finding those things for you. And I didn't know Absolutely. that until I, until I started. Yeah. I actually love to speak too. So that's on my radar for this year, but. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So amazing. This has been so much fun and I, I hope giving people a pause and things to think about and, you know, and hope that it is possible to do something differently. Like, you know, there yeah. are those of us. There who are, gone, it is. I mean, it's, first, and you can. My whole business is wrapped around how do you do things that is aligned to the way you want to do it? Build your business, build yeah. your business model so that, that, that it builds the lifestyle that you want. It builds the business yeah. that you love. And that's, that's the question to start with, right? If you're starting there, it's like, how do, what's my business you know, what's it going to feel like? What's it going, how, how yeah. am I going to show up in my business and what kind of lifestyle does this afford me? Um, is really, those are really powerful questions. They are. And it'll also give you insight in who you need to be. It's shifting your being. Exactly. It's what's going to shift. It always starts there, right? So, yeah. First, I wrote, I wrote <laughs> yeah. a post this morning. First and foremost, it's about how you, it's about your state of being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. Yeah. That's so true. Awesome. Well, how can people connect with you if they want to, you know, learn more about what you do? And I know we're in a parallel world, but everybody's a little different. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Where can they find you? Um, So I'm at camigelner.com. And if you go to my homepage, there's a place where you, I'm teaching every month. I'm doing some sort of a teaching every month on voice, on vision, on visibility, on um, raising up your time prosperity and wealth prosperity. So those are things that I teach about and I teach every single month I'm teaching something. So if you go to my homepage, 
there's a button there um, that says um, get updates and you can get on my list to receive um, information on all my teachings. I've got my big Ignite conference coming up in November, um, which is Extraordinary Women Ignite. And um, it's in, in Golden, Colorado, but there's also a virtual component to it as well. Um, but there is a live come live because it's much more fun. Um, but the, we, we, we really talk about voice and vision and visibility and building businesses that we love. So it's, it's a good place yeah. to be. Awesome. Well, I'll put links to all of that stuff in the show notes and okay. I just appreciate you and thank you for your time. And what I hope it's an inspiring conversation for everybody who's listened. So. Oh, well, thank you, Dr. Alex. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. I have a small request. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This is a huge help to us on our quest to reach even more women around the world. Finally, if you're searching for a free community of women on a similar journey to you, I'd like to invite you to join me inside the free Rise community, hosted off of social media on Circle. Here you'll find connection with other women in a safe and loving space a weekly book club, live events designed to deepen your inner work journey, and additional resources to support your growth. Visit www.jointherise.co or simply click on the link in the show notes to join me. Until next time, remember to honor and love yourself in each moment. Embrace the challenges life throws at you and continue rising. Continue rising.